Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Blind Boys Politics here on your Monday morning show. I'm Nicholas Rod. Chris Baker is here with us. Chris, why don't you give us a little bit of a weather update to kick us off? Los Angeles, partly cloudy, 69. Houston, Texas, sunny, 63. Chicago, Illinois, cloudy, 32. New York City, it's snowing. It's 36. Oh, snow. It's back again. Nick, are you excited for the snowstorm we're getting today? I mean, I don't really. Well, actually, I will have to leave the house, so um, no. <laughs> Poor baby. Oh, well, it won't be for long. It'll be for like a 15-minute drive, and then I'm back home. Depending on how much snow we got. True, true. Depending on the amount of snow, it could end up being you know 45 minutes, an hour. Who knows? Two hours. Two hours. Three hours, maybe. Oh, God, please, no, please, don't. Four don't even... hours, that's a very realistic possibility. Just just stop. Just stop. Right? 24. Seven. That's a little too much, but I can see <clears throat> it as a possibility. If I'm walking. Anyone that watches The Office knows that reference that I mis- just made. If you don't watch The Office, you just think I'm a lunatic. I watched some of The Office, but I didn't watch all the way through it. Good show. Nick. Chris. You didn't watch all of it. Mm-hmm. That means that we are no longer friends. Oh. Because if you're someone that can't get my Michael Scott references, you won't understand me 90% of the time. I mean, we've been friends for a while, and I've made it this far. Nope, we're done. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you, bags. I understand. Get out of my computer. <laughs> but then the show would have to to end, so maybe not the best idea. Need. I would just continue it. <clears throat> I, would, I would hire Michael Scott to co-host with me. You'd hire Michael Scott. Good luck with See? that. Uh <laughs> Well, I have a question. Mm-hmm. How is your New Year's resolution treating you? Um, <clears throat> surprisingly well. Um, went on, started the healthy eating kick um, a few weeks ago, and it still sucks at times. Don't get me wrong; I've, I've been doing it for about three weeks now. Still, definitely is tough at times. And I've kind of realized something. Most healthy snacks, or at least the ones I've been eating for the most part, it's all cold because <laughs> it's mostly fruit or vegetables of some kind. Except for except for veggie straws. You know, I would just like to point something out. Your New Year's resolution was to get healthier. Mm-hmm. My New Year's resolution ultimately is to do the exact opposite of that. <laughs> if you really think about it, that's true. You know, here you are eating fruits and vegetables, what I usually do, but mm-hmm. here I am making blueberry bread, blueberry muffins, cheddar broccoli soup, grilled cheese sandwiches. Like the only healthy thing in it is broccoli, and it's covered up with chicken broth and milks and cheeses and yeah so that just canceled all that out well i mean 
Yeah, I don't know. I was going to say something and I just didn't even know what I was going to follow that up with. But, well, you know, I, I've been kind of missing, uh, <laughs> I've been missing the food I was eating. I mean, I still eat a decent amount of like what I was eating before, but at the same time, there's been like a huge change also. So it, it, it's tough, but I'm also surviving at the same time. I just I wanted to get easier. Drop dad. I just wanted to get easier. Please. Well, well over time. Um, but this kind of <laughs> eases us into our first topic, Nick, of health. You know, here you are being healthy, not needing it. Well, you do need it, but you know what I mean. <laughs> here I am eating all the food in the world, and I might need it. Um, we're talking about health care. There are millions of people without health insurance if you are one of these people. This might be interest of you, and you might want to listen up. President Biden on Thursday said his goal is to make health insurance more affordable and available to more people. The president's first step in doing this was to issue an executive order. This one strengthens Medicaid and the Affordable Care Act. The most notable thing about this is that there is a special enrollment uh, for you to sign up on over on healthcare.gov. So usually open enrollment only lasts for about six weeks and usually it'll end before the new year. Uh, But with this executive order and because of the COVID-19 pandemic, President Biden has, um, he's ordered for the enrollment to be open uh, from February 15th to May 15th, just to give people a little more time to actually enroll. Another part of the executive order that he signed is asking the Health and Human Services Department to re-examine Trump-era policies in an attempt the Biden administration says to gut the Affordable Care Act and Medicaid. If you are thinking that's not what he promised on the campaign trail, you are 100% right. That is not what he said. His goal of creating a government-run public option and increasing the amount of money the federal government pays to subsidize uh, some of the health insurance coverage needs Congress to pass a law. He cannot just do this by executive order. Moving into the immigration policy, President Biden was supposed to unveil his immigration policy Friday and sign more executive orders but the White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said it's been pushed back to Tuesday morning tomorrow with no reason why. The pushback on these executive orders, it's been pretty swift and loud, honestly. You know, people haven't been too happy with, with them all. And President Biden's already had one of his executive orders blocked by a federal judge. Uh, this took place in Texas. Uh, The order was the 100-day pause on most deportations. Um, This order was meant to give the Biden administration time to kind of look over, analyze, and evaluate all the policies uh, regarding immigration put into place by the Trump administration. The Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton sued, saying President Biden's 100-day pause was enforced. It would cause the state of Texas money, and it may cause immigrants to come to the state of Texas. The judge granted the restraining order 
Now the United States government is barred from enforcing the order for the next 14 days, and it could last all the way until February 23rd. In President Biden's first week in the office, Biden has been criticized for using so many executive orders. And yes, he has signed more than any president in his first week, but it's far less in um, any president in recent history when it's compared to their full term in office. Next, we switch over to the topic of taxes. Uh, One in five Americans could be missing out on thousands of dollars in tax credits. Uh, We're not talking about the stimulus. No, this is completely separate from that. This is the earned income tax credit, which reduces the amount of taxes you owe. The IRS says that the average EITC is $2,461. Even if you already know about it, there are some new guidelines for 2020 taxes. To qualify, you need to be in the low to moderate income, so make less than $56,844 to be exact. This credit may increase if you claim children, dependents, or are disabled. This is new this year, so listen up. Because of the stimulus packages, it allowed for a look-back rule, which means taxpayers can use their 2019 income to figure out what the 2020 tax credits are. This may be helpful for people that have seen their income go down or maybe become unemployed. There is a caveat that you need to understand. Um, If you claim the EITC, your refund will be held until mid to late February. Uh, This is just kind of a fraud thing, you know, just just to be sure that there is no fraud going on. To know if you qualify and if so, for how much, uh, you can go to irs.gov slash EITC. IRS says, and we said this a couple times, me and Nick have, you do not claim your stimulus as a taxable income. It's non-taxable. In other words, do not report it on your taxes. (laughs) (laughs) so just to make it clear people do not claim the stimulus on your taxes it's non-taxable do not count it as income the irs is telling you not to so for the love of god don't moving on to other news nick (laughs) Yes, in other news, um, the FBI arrested a man for having five pipe bombs and 49 guns. Uh, They also found messages on his phone saying that he wanted to attack the California governor and then attack Twitter and Facebook headquarters. Uh, The bomb squad did confirm they were real bombs. Uh, he also had a card that looked like a credit card uh, that, ha- that had the following text. On the first line, it said, white privilege card. And then next line, it said, Trump is everything. Um, he wanted President Trump to stay in office. So moving on to some car news, something that me and Nick haven't covered yet, but there is some 
interesting car news going on. GM, Buick, Cadillac, Chevrolet, and GMC. They will stop selling gasoline and diesel cars, SUVs, and pickup trucks by the year 2035. This came after a memo put out by the CEO. The CEO says they are going to offer 30 all-electric vehicles over the next five or so years. They are also investing $27 billion over the next couple of years into electric and safe driving vehicles. Now, critics are saying that they're not doing this out of the good, uh, the goodness and the kindness of their own hearts. Um, they're trying to figure out how to make the leap to electric before the government forces it and before they lose customers to other electric vehicle manufacturers. Uh, Nissan has also said uh, that they'll have all new electric vehicles by 2030 uh, and carbon neutral by 2050. And Bentley has also committed to becoming an all-electric company by the year 2030. And nothing has been confirmed yet, um, but there has been major talk in the car community since a big car leader like GM has already done this. There is expectations that soon other car companies will follow. So next up, we have a bit of a COVID update for you. Um, hospitalizations and positive cases are slowing down. However, the number of people dying is not slowing down at this point in time. Uh, there are new variants of the COVID-19 virus in 29 different states in the U.S. Uh, the South Africa strain was found in South Carolina with two positive cases. Uh, neither one of the people uh, who tested positive for this variant have traveled in recent, in recent months. Vaccinations are increasing slowly but surely. About 6.9% of the country does have their first dose, and only 1.4% have been fully vaccinated with both of their shots at this time. Speaking of vaccinations, Johnson & Johnson Friday morning released data from their studies. They say they are 85% effective against the extreme cases of COVID and 66% effective against the rest of the disease. Unlike Pfizer and Moderna, this is a one-shot vaccine. Uh, they are seeking emergency approval, uh, which could happen within the next couple of weeks. We got some news about President Trump's impeachment at the time of recording, which is Saturday. Five of President Trump's lawyers working on the impeachment trials have been either fired or they have quit. And this comes at not the greatest time when the impeachment trials are set to begin in just under two weeks. If there's an update on this, we'll be talking about it Friday morning. But like I said, this is early reports there's not much information and i'm sure there will be more information to come as time continues but that is it for the news for today um so chris uh do you do you think we should get into some rapid news sure uh start president biden visited wounded soldiers at walter reed medical center friday and Congress is going to start working on the $1.9 billion stimulus plan.
Hey guys, so I had a bit of a mix-up here. So for this last rapid news story, the one I did, instead of $1.9 billion, the COVID relief plan is actually $1.9 trillion. Just wanted to clear that up, um, but enjoy the rest of the show. Ready, Nick. You're up. Tell me some good news. All right, so I've talked about... Um, the Baker's group in Seattle cooking bread uh, for the one food pantry there. Well, and I've also talked about the guy making pizza uh, to donate money. But there's another one. There's another story of uh, cooking just turning into something much bigger than it was. And that's over in, well, down really. That's down in Phoenix, Arizona, where a man just kind of started learning how to barbecue. He spent a few years just kind of teaching himself. And then in 2018, during a, uh, during a barbecue he had, you know, there was a bunch of leftover food. So he started delivering it to homeless people in Phoenix. Well, it was at this point that he decided that he just started, uh, he wanted to start having you know doing barbecues and um making food for the homeless and delivering it to them and throughout the different neighborhoods in in phoenix well that was 2018 two years later he's still at it um it's transformed into a whole uh non-profit organization he has volunteers he has staff um they've managed to feed over a thousand homeless people Jesus. over the, yeah over the past two years um and they're looking to expand. They're looking to uh, looking to expand. Looking to get more vehicles so they can do more um, more routes and deliver more food. And it's pretty insane, you know. Just one guy just barbecuing in his backyard one day just decided to um, give some of the food to the homeless, and that started a whole movement. You know, you guys can really tell that Nick's on a diet because it seems like recently all of his good news <laughs> stories have been about food. But on a serious note, that's kind of amazing how this started, just leftover barbecue food from your family barbecue or whatever it was to now having volunteers and having staff and feeding over a thousand homeless people yeah and there were a couple quotes from him uh in the article that i have found about it and it was it was really interesting and so true what he said because he he basically said how um barbecues were a place of togetherness they were a way to get whether it was your family or community whatever it was it was a way to get those people together and just have a good time and for everyone to be happy so we wanted to bring that to everyone that's a really good good news story it's always interesting to hear how these things start especially when it's kind of a coincidental start like this one oh, yeah. but that is the end of this monday morning episode um we will be back here wednesday morning as always for a dumb law until then make sure you follow us on all social medias down in the show notes down below until wednesday morning see ya later guys